ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhind, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. Happy New Year. I am so happy, so excited to be with you, to start off the year with a fresh page. It's not that we're different people from December 31st until January 1st, but we do get to start the year with a fresh book, if you will, with fresh pages, with renewed hope, and with really feeling into who are we and how do we want to experience today? How do we want to experience this year? And I will tell you that without a doubt, my life, my years started to change when I started participating in women's groups. In fact, women's groups have been part of my life since I was a kid. When I was five years old, my parents shipped me off to summer camp. Like, no joke, five years old. My mom and I were just laughing about this, that probably today somebody from, like, Department of Child and Family Services would come after her for shipping off a five-year-old. But that was my first taste of being around other girls in a, you know, a tight setting and just really getting to connect. And then that followed through when I was in high school. I joined a youth group. And in that youth group, I got to create programs. I got to be a leader. I got to connect. I got to do slumber parties. And there was challenges, right? I mean, there were total wounds of being with other girls and feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not pretty enough. Maybe the girls won't like me. And yet the feeling and the experience of being with other girls and probably even that experience of being, of wounding, right, of having that pain left such a profound impact on me that all I wanted to do in my life was to bring women together for loving sisterhood, for the kind of sisterhood that I know I have craved my whole life, the kind of sisterhood where women support me, they see me, they believe in me, and where I could support them and believe in them, the kind of sisterhood that I imagine is what it was like hundreds or thousands of years ago, the kind of sisterhood my grandmother, in Jewish we call her Bubby, my Bubby used to get together and play Maj with her girlfriends every single week, probably six times a week. I don't know, but I know that whenever I would play hooky from school and want to call in sick, I would be taken over there and I got to be with the ladies. And so I always had a vision that what I wanted more than anything was to create loving sisterhood because I just had this knowing that if women support each other, we would thrive, we would flourish, we would soar. And that's what I've been doing ever since I started Purpose Girl. And I'm always telling you guys, you need sisterhood, you need sisterhood. But it's one thing for me to tell you. And it's another for women who have been in sisterhood with me to share because they actually know the real deal of what it's truly like to be in sisterhood. Let me introduce you to my two amazing, amazing, amazing guests 
They are clients. They are soul sisters. They are friends. They are teachers of mine. I mean, that is what I love about my work is that my clients are never just clients. They're also soul sisters and friends for life, and they teach me so much. First, let me introduce you to Jen. Jennifer Wellington is the founder of Woman to Woman Together, a community for women's empowerment, support, inspiration, and celebration. A meeting planner by profession, Jennifer wanted to host events for women in order to create a supportive community, networking opportunities, and to celebrate their lives. She says, in creating Woman to Woman Together, I hope to offer women ways to live authentically and live vibrantly. Jennifer resides in New York City with her adorable pup, Wells. Jen, welcome to the Purpose Girl podcast. And Diana. Diana Rinquist is the founder of the Modern Goddess Project, a community designed to support women to find their voices, uncover their desires and strengths, share their unique genius, and create their own uniquely extraordinary lives through living fully awake, fully alive, and loving ourselves and our lives wholly. Diana is a coach, artist, author, and speaker and uses her skills and networking superpower to connect women into the larger whole and to themselves and those around them. Diana has an eclectic, artistic, creative life in which she pursues multiple interests and experiences, lifelong education opportunities, and has chosen to live everywhere in the world by changing countries and even continents every few years, along with her family, two dogs, and her cat. Welcome to the show, my sisters. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Absolutely. Listen, Purpose Girls, for us, this is a little reunion because we all started in sisterhood together a year ago, exactly a year ago. And that program ended before the baby. So it's been months. So this is like a little reunion for us. And so part of it, I I also need to like dish and hear what has been happening with you. Um, since we all connected. I mean, we've texted and emailed, but like I get to see your beautiful faces more than just in Facebook. So, all right, here's the deal. You all know that all I do is preach that we need sisterhood. And it's one thing for me to say it, and it's another thing for all of us who have experienced it to explain it. I would just love to start with what have each of you found is important about being in sisterhood? And and maybe, Jennifer, let's start with you. For me, um, the most important thing is that I'm not alone. Mm. I've always felt that I was by myself. I have two sisters, biological sisters and everything. We were close when we were younger. Um, and But I've never really belonged to women's groups. Um, about 2008, I had joined um, a meetup group uh, because I wanted to do things, but I didn't want to do them on my own. So there was music, trips to museums, to movies, go to brunch, dinners, that kind of thing. And um, it was for women. It was called Girlfriends Get Together. And there was, there's like over a hundred women in this thing, but um, about 10 of us, 10, 12 of us really got close and we started hanging out together on our own, as well as within the group doing doing projects and everything. And, and it was great. Um, some of us, you know, clicked together more than others and, and thing. Um, but eventually it fell apart. Someone was in an argument with someone, someone disliked someone, and eventually it fell apart. Um, there's one That's person so that I do speak to now every so often. Um, but as far as 
women's groups where the core, we, we discussed dreams and desires and, and what we wanted to do. This is my first one. Empowered mm. was my first one. Mm. So that group was more about like, let's hang, let's do fun things together, which is right. awesome because we all need, listen, we need that. We need those girlfriends too, right? We need those, those relationships. But I have found that too, Jen, where like, I've, I know which of my friends I can do which things with, right? Yes, like I've yes. got friends that like, when we want a girl's night out and we're going to go dancing, like you're my gal. And then I've got friends that are like, oh, we are going to go so deep. Yes, exactly. And we're going to talk about dreams. Yeah. So what's interesting about that is that you and I met Jen at like a 2000 person women's event. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Right? <laughs> Which was, that was a crazy event. Yes, it was. And, and something I would never have done because that was just way too many people for me. Um, but you emailed me and said, well, I sent out an email saying, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do this. Uh, but you emailed me and said, don't worry. Um, you can come meet me and it'll be all right. I did, and I didn't even know you. We just were in nope. this big Facebook group. So we did this 2,000-person women's event with Mama Gina, and she created a Facebook group for all of us who were attending. And I don't know, hundreds of women were posting on there. I don't even know how I saw it. was just fate, I guess, meant to be that I saw your post and that you were just, when you said, oh, I might not go, and and I was like, no, I'm super outgoing. We'll do it. I'll, I'll, I'll find you. <laughs> And then we just stayed in touch ever since then. Yep. So when you join my women's group that is all about dreaming together and growth and getting to know each other, was that scary? Like, what was that like for you? Yes, it was very scary. And I still hung back. I didn't, I would read the posts and everything. I never posted. Um, and I was, I mean, I joined Purpose Girls after we had met, but it wasn't until a couple of years later that I decided, all right, you know what, do Empowered. And I do like, you know, seeing the other post and, and seeing what people have to say, but I was still scared to put my own self out there. Mm. Mm. And look at you now, you run a women's group. Yes. <laughs> 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 Which I was scared about in the beginning, but it, it's becoming more natural to me, more I'm getting into the vibe and the flow of it. Oh, my God. And you're so good at it. And we're going to talk about Woman to Woman Together, your group, in um, in a little bit. Diana, what about for you, being in sisterhood? What is it about for you? Um, well, as Jennifer said, uh, you know, it's, it's being part of something. Um, in our case, our empowered group, we are spread far enough across the globe that there is always a sister awake somewhere, which is mm. really cool. Um, and I think that's just probably unique to our particular group because uh, we have international members, but it's really special. And much like Jennifer, um, I never really had a group. I'd always been the outsider. I, too, uh, I have one sister, but we were not close. We've never been close. Um, and uh, we really don't have any sort of relationship. And so I, too, hung back. I'm going to watch from over here. Uh, when we got together for our first retreat, 
uh, pre-COVID, yay. Uh, <laughs> even then, <laughs> even then, I was kind of like, I'm going to sit back and watch this and figure this out. And there were times when I'm staring at the other women going, what just happened? Did I miss a memo? <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here and who are these people? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was one of those things that by the end of that weekend, we're talking three days, and I'm jet lagged because mm -hmm. I came from Europe. Right. And at the end of that, I knew I had met lifelong sisters. Mm. And I finally understood what sisterhood was and what all those T-shirts and coffee mugs meant. And <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Isn't that amazing? Like, oh, yeah. we there are all these T-shirts and coffee mugs and but we've all had wounds. We've all had sisterhood wounds, right? Like whether it's our birth sisters or even with our mothers or with other girlfriends could have been when we were 15 or when we were 30, whatever. And so that hanging back, I remember you, Diana, that retreat, you were like the cool girl. You like showed up in like your leather and you were like watching what's going to happen and speaking last. And to see you now, you because you also now lead a women's movement. Yep. In the Modern Goddess Project. <laughs> so both of you are like talking about holding back. So this is a powerful thing, this not being alone. Yeah, it's it is absolutely life changing. And mm -hmm. I never would have believed it, not in a million years. Had you told me this a year ago, I'd be like, yeah, right, whatever. And I'm just like, I know intimate details of all my sisters, and they know mine, and we are so close. And actually, uh, Jennifer and I have, have kicked around the idea of someday uh, renting an RV and traveling all over the U.S. <gasps> together. <laughs> Oh my goddess, yes. Will you stop in Philadelphia? We'll, we'll even pick you up and take you if you want. <gasps> Where are we going? This is so Well, to great. visit all the other sisters. Yes. Yes. And whatever course, else strikes so our good. fancies. Oh, that is so good. That is so good. This feeling of aloneness, you guys are making me think, I really think that that's probably at the core of why I started women's groups. You know, my feeling of aloneness I've shared on the Purpose Girl podcast before, but started when I was in fifth grade. I always felt close to the other girls and other friends. And then all of a sudden in fifth grade, my little friends one day just walked into school and decided that they weren't friends with me anymore. And that there was, you know, we they dumped me, right? We don't like her anymore. And I swear that wound, I'm 46. I don't know how long that wound is going to be around, but it's obviously going to be around for a long time. I swear that is the reason that I started doing women's groups in the first place. I, when I started Purpose Girl, I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. And it was wonderful and beautiful and transformative. But when I turned 40, women from all different parts of my life started reaching out to me. A couple of them from summer camp, the summer camp I mentioned to you, a couple of them from when I was in high school, from youth group, and saying, I don't know if it's because I'm turning 40, but dot, dot, dot. And it was this huge realization we're all going through the exact same thing. And people aren't really talking about it, right? I mean, no one's talking about the challenges. No one's talking about the difficulties. That feeling of not being alone is so, so big. So I'm curious, how did each of you get over? Because I'm sure women listening to this probably have the same feeling. And I remember the very first women's group I did, a woman joined and she would literally said to everyone else in the room, like, I don't really like women. I'm not really sure why I'm here. <laughs> what, wasn't that right. us, Jennifer? Yeah. It, <laughs> I said that 
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so what shifted? How did it shift for you? Jennifer, we'll start with you. I, um, I have said that because at one point I was working, um, I worked in a bank and in the branch was all women. Mm. The branch, it was a small branch, but every teller, salesperson, the branch manager, assistant branch manager, we were all women. And it was crabby some days, some days, <laughs> Got ugly. miserable <laughs> some days. And, mm-hmm. um, so I, I had said, I would never do this again. I would never deal with a whole bunch of women. And this is ages and ages ago, but, um, I think what changed for me was I realized that we all have something. Mm. We're all going through something there. We all have a wound, whether um, it's something like, uh, you know, someone got divorced or, you know, someone is a parent, a, a child of divorce or something traumatic happened to them, an accident, something like that. We all are going through something. So mm-hmm. we're all connected that way. And understanding that person's wound or, or empathizing with that person's wound and stuff um, for me, made me realize we're all the same. We're all mm. going through the same thing. Um, for the, my sisters that I know or, or that I've gained through empowered, um, as Diana was saying, we know each other intimately and we know each other's strengths and challenges and stuff. And so it makes me closer to them. Mm. Mm. That's so beautiful, Jen. Thank you. That is really common humanity. We're all going through something. What about you, Diana? I, uh, in my case, I almost, career-wise, I'm almost dead opposite from Jennifer. I almost always worked nearly exclusively with men or in very male-dominated fields where they set the rules of engagement, so to speak. So I didn't often have much chance to interact with women, so I didn't really develop those skills. And on the occasions when I did uh, work with women, not every occasion, but many of them, I found that there was a lot of what we refer to as, you know, cattiness and, Mm. you know, talking behind people's backs and just that nasty stuff that you, that are, is stereotypical, not always true, but it's stereotyped. And it is, and it's it's in a lot of groups. Yeah, and I mean we have stereotypes for a reason. Whether you know there, there's some grain of truth somewhere, and uh, most of the groups of women that I was around, I kept my distance because I'm like, nope, not going to get sucked in, not going to get pulled in. I'm not interested in doing that. I'm here for a purpose, and now I'm moving on. Um, yeah, I could get along with men, no problem, but, oh, please don't make me work with women. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that something? Yeah. So something shifted for you. Yeah. And for me, uh, you know, I, I, I collect degrees and one of my degrees is in social work. So I already knew that, you know, we're all carrying stuff. We're all carrying baggage. We're all carrying wounds and all of that. But I had never had the opportunity to have someone, I guess, you know, lift my bags for a little while. Mm. And for me, I think it took a little longer for me to really go, okay, 
I mean, I'm all in. I spend a lot of time with one foot out the door, you know, kind of leaning back just in case. And finally, um, it came down to uh, an opportunity that I created wherein I made something for each of my sisters and empowered. It, it was a gift that I made for each of them, and each one was unique. And I shared it with them, and, you know, still one foot out the door, and they all went, oh, my God, this is amazing. This is fantastic. And they accepted me for who mm. I was, all my warts mm. and cuts and bruises. And I'm like, oh, I can be weird me. I can be different me and still be loved and accepted and held and cared for. Okay, let's shut that door. I'm having a seat. <laughs> <laughs> It was so cool to watch both of you make that shift. And now, like I said, go on to actually run women's programs. <laughs> Talk about yeah. a massive shift. And what's interesting about doing this with the two of you, I put out an email to your whole group, and you happened to be the two that said, yeah, let's let's do this, this podcast, right? And so it's just interesting that both of you had this similar experience. I, I'd love to know, given that you hesitated, to join fully in, right? Then what made you sign up for the women's group in the first place with me? Well, you know what story I'll tell. <laughs> um, I, 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 again, refer back to uh, my, uh, my social work degree. I have several other degrees that all kind of made me very curious and very much wanting to figure out how to fit in, figure out how to make things work. Um, but I was just such a square peg that I wasn't ever sure that it would. So on social media, I followed a whole bunch of different life coaches and business coaches and whatnot. And I followed from a distance, just going to watch them. Because so often I would see this, you know, if you act this way and you dress this way and you do your makeup this way and you look just like me, then you'll be mm. successful. And I'm like, yeah, no, <clears throat> it ain't going to happen. I, I, I can do that for a very short period of time and then like, I turn into the Hulk and I just don't fit. And so I was flipping through Facebook, something I very, very rarely do. And I saw this picture go past and I went, wait, go back. What, do, what, what did I just see? And I saw this amazing woman. Just, it was such a beautiful photograph. I mean, it just was breathtaking for me. And uh, we have since referred to it as the infamous golden shorts. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 what, who is this and what is, what is she doing? And it's, oh, it's one of these coaches I'm following, this, this Karen Rockind. What, what is this? <laughs> and so I'm looking, I'm like, why is she doing this? This isn't your cookie cutter corporate thing. And she was at Burning Man. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm, I'm done. I have found the person I'm going to pay attention to, see if this bears out. Because anybody who goes to Burning Man and breaks free of those cookie cutter, this is the perfect way to be norms mm. and posts it <laughs> is not going to force me into a mold. They're going to mm. meet me where I am, maybe polish off some of the rough edges, but they're going to let me be me. So I watched and watched and watched and I started listening more carefully. And then uh, some major life events occurred. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give it one more try because I'm a learning junkie. 
hence mm -hmm. number of degrees and whatnot. And I've signed up for things like this kind of before, but they never really worked out. And I thought, okay, I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to give it an honest try after I talked to this woman. So Karen, Karen called me for like, I don't know, it was like a 30 minute chat uh, after she had done something in New York because she's walking down the streets in New York talking to me on video phone and I'm sitting here going, wow, okay. And we talked and I thought, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to dive in both feet. I'm an all or nothing person. I'm going to dive in both feet and I'm making myself a promise because I can look at like surveys and tests and stuff. And I know what I can figure out very quickly what the outcomes are. And then I direct my answers to get to the outcome I've chosen rather mm. than be fully honest with myself. And I said, mm. this is it. Last time investing in this sort of thing, I'm going to be dead honest. I'm going to be totally myself. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm going to move on. I'm just going to give up on this self-help nonsense and move on. And well, Needless to say, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> you are fully bought into the self-help nonsense now. I love oh, it. Oh, no, boy, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> because now Diana is in my positive psychology class and my God is on fire program. But this is what's so cool, Diana. I wouldn't have you any other way. If you ever, if I ever see you trying to be cookie cutter anything, I swear to God, I'm getting on a plane to Germany and we, or wherever you're living at that moment. <laughs> and we are changing that situation because obviously my whole gig is that we each get to be ourselves. Right. And I just want to see you be your whole full self uh, as you, know, you are right. Not you, as I am, please. It, you know, that tempts me to like figure out how to do makeup and hair and borrow somebody's like nice outfit and like take a picture and be like, Oh, Karen. <laughs> right. <laughs> Now you you said you were coming to Germany, so now you have to come, right? You got it, girl. If I see that, so if I see that I'm on, that's it. Is I don't want you to be like me at all. I want you to be you. And I love that those golden shorts. You know, the I was wearing gold hot pants. Everybody, you could find it on my Instagram account. <laughs> These like hot pants at Burning Man. I love though you were committed. There was obviously something that was pulling at you, and that's why you kept following different people, right? And you were committed to yourself that there was something inside of you wanting to come out there was something inside of you wanting to be expressed fully and you do you dive in you dive in with both feet and with head and you know with full tiara and everything and that is what's so incredible about you diana so jen if you had yeah <laughs> jen if you had these hesitations about women's group what made you say yes to joining one to joining mine. I, to be honest, I didn't really join it for, um, because I was thinking I was going to find sisterhood. I had had past a uh, couple years that were really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, in that I was just stuck. I felt lost. Um, I was unmotivated. I knew I should be doing something, but didn't know what I should be doing. Um, I was just going through the motions and you had a course on in through the Facebook group. I think it was like five days, um, about happiness and I had done the prompts and stuff. And again, still, you know, I wouldn't post it. I just did it 
at home and my, you know, on my own piece of paper or whatever, I wasn't posting about it and saying, <laughs> and, um, the end of, was it 2019? I was like, all right, you know what? I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of spinning my circles or whatever. Um, sign up for it. I, yes. I read about empowered and stuff and I said, just go for it. Yes. Um, and see what comes out of it. And again, I did it because, so I joined empowered because not really thinking about sisterhood, but I wanted to change how I was feeling. I wanted to get motivated. I wanted to become unstuck. And I thought, all right, this is going to be something that's going to help me. Um, it turned out to be so much more. It did help me, but I did find the sisterhood and gained deep uh, friendships through it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really why most people join programs. I've had a few people, I think there were a couple people in your group who joined for the sisterhood itself. And that's amazing. What I find is most people join and myself included when I join a program, it's, it's what's in it for me? Like, what do I need? Right. <laughs> and, and we don't even often know, oh, I need the sisterhood, right? Like I just joined a new group that's starting literally this week. And it's because this particular coach has tools and a way of being that I know is going to bring out the best in me. And then the side benefit is I know I'm going to get these women. Right. And so I totally resonate with what you're saying, Jen. And you easily could have said to me, no, I don't want to do a group. I want to do one on one with you. But you didn't. You said, all right, I'm going to do the group. So it's almost like there was some part of you that knew. That there would be something in it. I, I, I did the group because I figured I could hide in it. Oh, oh that's good. Oh, that's good. You paid money to hide. I paid money <gasps> to hide. Because if I did one-on-one, -on -one, I'd be forced to deal. But if I yeah. did a group, I could sit in the back and watch. I could hide. But you couldn't hide. We didn't let you. I, I found that out later. <laughs> <laughs> we were not going to let you. No way. Yeah. <laughs> so what would each of you say you got out of it? so much um i gained confidence i realized that i don't have to um you know i am living my life i don't have to listen to other voices outside i've even tried to um i've muted the voices in me mm. um, that makes me so happy <laughs> and and again with and found great sisters. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll tell you a little story. Um, in October, towards the end of October, I had gotten sick. It wasn't COVID or anything, but I had gotten sick. And I was just home. I had fever, uh, wasn't really eating or anything. And to be perfectly honest, I don't even remember how this happened. But somehow I spoke to Diana and told Diana this. I, I don't even remember telling her that I was sick. And like three days into this, four days into this, she had said, well, you should go to the hospital. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm fine. I'm okay. And being that she's in Europe, I'm in New York. She called another sister who lives in Jersey 
And then I got a phone call from her saying, I'm coming to get you. We're going to the hospital. And I'm going, what are you talking about? Because <laughs> I didn't know. But, and, and I'm saying this kid, you know, jokingly and whatnot, but I probably would have been dead on the floor in my house. <laughs> but I had these sisters that got together and said, look, we got to fix Jennifer. We got to take care of Jennifer and everything. And she came and took me to the hospital. Her, her name is Trinity. She came and took me to the hospital and stayed with me and everything. Um, I ended up getting admitted, but, um, yeah, they took care of me and I would not have had someone to do that. Um, my parents, although they're here close, living close to me, they live in the Bronx. They don't drive now. Um, they're older. They're in their eighties. Uh, they don't drive now. Um, and so they wouldn't have been able to come and get me. So, yeah. They helped me out. That sisterhood, knowing them, really took care of me. Yeah. Yeah. Saved your life. That's we, we refer to it as the day I ratted Jennifer out to Trinity. <laughs> and thank God you did. Yeah. Thank God you did. We've been talking, and she told me how sick she was, and I was tracking her, like, throughout the day and night, you know, and I was watching her deteriorate, although I couldn't see her. I was watching her on, you know, messages. And uh, I ratted her out to Trinity, and, um, you know, this sisterhood has made such an impact on me, I have to share mm. this, that it has made an impact on my family. Mm. My husband told me if Jennifer needs aftercare, somebody to help her once she's discharged, I will fly you home so that you can take care of her. And my daughter, who lives stateside because she's uh, grown, she was like, hey, if your sister needs help, you know, i am kind of got to finish some things here, but I could get up there within a couple of days if she needs anything extra and Trinity can't help. And, I mean, she had this support network of an unbelievable degree because my entire family, this sisterhood is so positive for me and has impacted me in such a positive manner that it has so deeply affected my entire family that they're all like, we're there for her. What, what does she need? Any one of your sisters, what do they need? We're there for them. To include flying me back from Europe to help out. That's, that is the change. That is sisterhood. I don't even have words, and you guys know that doesn't happen for me very often. I'm so in love with both of you. I'm so in love with all of you. I've already been in love with you for a year since I've known you. And this story just, this is where it's at. Yeah. This is where it's at, right? It's like each of you, though, did join for your own thing. You didn't join for sisterhood. You joined for your own personal growth, which you got. And you got this added bonus and even I think that a lot of our personal growth comes because we do it in sisterhood, right? The confidence, the changes that you're noticing. Diana, I have to ask, what does your family say has changed about you? Like, what do they notice? Um, frankly, um, I'm more upbeat. I'm more excited. I'm more engaged. I'm, as my husband put it, I'm re-embracing myself and mm. re-embracing, as he puts it, my chaos nexus. 
which you know is, is one part creativity and one part um, constant motion and one part hey I'm going to go do this and you know my friends refer to me as ricochet rabbit because uh, I'm always doing I just think of you things. as like eclectic wild gorgeous creative goddess Diana like yes. gypsy woman yes yes and you know I've I've become I have returned. I don't want to say I have become, I have returned yes. to my passions. I re, I recovered them. I didn't discover mm -hmm. them. I recovered my passions. Mm -hmm. I recovered mm -hmm. what makes my heart sing. I'm not doing the careful, think out, let's figure out every last detail. That was not me. It became me over time. Mm, because kind of living in like fear, smallness. Living into what others expect and, and others' mm. definitions and kind of like, oh, okay, I'm too weird. I'm too, the worst word in the world. I think too should be a four-letter word. Because through the sisterhood, what I got out of, of my time is that, you know, I, I recovered my passions. I have a belief, a true solid belief that not only can I, I can, but I can and I can be successful being me. Yes. Which. Preach, sister. Preach. Yes. You betcha. <laughs> <laughs> you can and you will and you are. And the only way is being you. Yeah. yeah. The only way is being you. And that goes for you too, Jen. Right. Like I here we are three women who each run different women's groups. And each one is different and needed because different women are going to be attracted to each one of us differently. And that's the beautiful part, right? Like we each have to do it in our own way. That's purpose. So I have to ask just because I don't know the answer to this question. What is it like to coach with me? You don't know what it's like to coach with you? I mean, sometimes I sit in front of the mirror and I'm like, hey, you, you're kind of cute. Hey, <laughs> you got it going on. A lot of times I just sit in front of the mirror and I've got to talk my own shit around, right? I've got to like work my own tools on myself, but I'm just curious. It is. I have never had a coach before. Um, I did once try to go to a counselor and mm -hmm. I think I went to two visits and I, I was like, this is ridiculous. Um, she basically stared at me for 45 minutes and was like, Okay, and I was like, what? You're like, I paid for this? I, you know, and, <laughs> and what I did find out, what I did come to realize afterwards that um, the person is not there to tell you, solve your problems or to, mm -hmm. to say, all right, this is what you need to do. You have to come to that on your own. And I understand that now. But still, she didn't say anything the whole time. So I was like, I ah, forget this. And I stopped. However, with you, I found that um, you are gentle. Mm. You can do tough love, but it's not, it's not a shock to me. Um, you know, it's not drill sergeant kind of tough love. Yeah. Um, you're extremely encouraging. Mm. You ask the tough questions and you make, uh, made me dig deep about them. And 
although you're the coach and everything, it's still done on the level of a friend. Mm -hmm. And so one of the, one of the, um, tools and I, and I'm not even sure if that's a tool, but one of the things that I will say now is, um, why not? If I feel that I'm talking myself out of something or I'm hemming and hawing on, on doing something, I say, why not? Mm. Because when I wanted, well, I had a dream, uh, several years ago, about 10 years ago. And I said, well, you know, it can't be done. You said to me, yeah, but why not? <laughs> and it's alive now. So, um, I thank you for that. And, and that mm. is always in my head. I, 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 I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I, I love you. I still, I, you just had this nine day challenge at the end of the year and everything. And again, I, yeah, I did post a couple of them, but I did it in my journal. Mm. Your insights, your, your guidance and everything has been invaluable to me. Oh, I receive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Do y'all see how I set up this podcast so I could get a little love in? This feels really good. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But this means so much to me, Jen, because I do consider each of you a friend. It's so different than my therapist, right? Like full disclosure, I asked my therapist to be a guest on my podcast because she's a postpartum therapist. And I think that her expertise could help a lot of women who are going through what I am. And because of HIPAA and client privilege and blah, 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 she can't do it. And I'm like, oh, thank God I'm a coach and not a therapist because I just see this so differently. I'm not here to be your guru or to be above you in any kind of way. Like we are friends, we are soul sisters. You are the leader here. And I'm just here to mirror for you exactly who you are so you using that word friend means the world to me the world i have to say that that why not phone call was one of my favorite moments that i will remember for the rest of my life (laughs) for the rest of my i will too Mm. i will too it Mm. is i mean my my coaching with you has been um life-changing for me and Seriously, if if I feel like I'm going into self-doubt, if I feel I'm going into self-doubt and everything, I hear your voice. Yes. I hear your voice. I'm so glad to hear you say that because I feel like one of my promises to every woman I work with is that I will be on your shoulder for the rest of your life. (laughs) You will always hear my voice, right? And because I can't be here all the time, that is why I do want to set up sisterhoods for women. Because I want you to have people who will give you that voice all the time and say to you, Jennifer, why not? Jennifer, you must. Now, Jen, you've given me a new challenge, which is every time I now do one of these challenges, I'm watching you. I want to see you post. I don't want to, I don't want to know that you're just sitting there in your own house and doing the journal. You're too brilliant. You have too many insights. I want to see you post because people need to hear from you. So now I'm watching you. Oh no. I've talked uh, myself yes. into something. You just outed yourself. Yes. Yes. What about you, Diana? Oh, what would I say about Karen? Well, I, I had the 
opportunity to talk to somebody who was getting ready to work with you and just had mm. a few little questions and it wasn't anything super specific. She'd already made the decision, but she just kind of wanted to get a feel. And I'm like, okay, what's, what's coaching with Karen like? Well, first off, Karen rocks. <laughs> Thank you. But I'm just going to put that right out there. Um, you know, you have this amazing ability to push, but you don't push too hard. Um, you don't let us stall for very long. Um, and I, you will let us kind of, you know, take that knee and, and kind of huff and puff for a few, but then you kind of push us. Come on, keep moving forward. Um, you're challenging, but not mm -hmm. ridiculously demanding. Um, you give me uh, the time and space I need to think through the questions, think through the concepts, and because uh, I like to, to chew on things, but... I can do this with a deadline that's totally reasonable, and I don't get into perseveration. Mm. I can think it through. I don't have to respond, respond, respond. And I'm an introvert. I like to think things through. I don't like to talk, talk, talk. So having that, but knowing there was a deadline so I couldn't stay there forever, um, that was incredible. Uh, you have this amazing knack for hearing the larger messages. You mm. can see the forest when I'm stuck amongst the trees. And you can be like, oh, by the way, you see this, right? And I'm going, oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> now I do. All right, I feel silly. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you work in a very balanced way, mm. not just the emotional, not just the cognitive, not just take action and do this, not just – you balance all of these things in a way that is – incredibly remarkable because it's a holistic approach it's an approach to you know to the person to me where I am and sometimes I'm being a recalcitrant little two-year-old going I don't wanna and you meet me there and you pull that out and you go we move forward and make tremendous progress and other times I'm like go 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 and you're like whoa, whoa slow down a little bring it back in mm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have this, it's, it's truly a gift. You know, I think it was something you may have just simply been born with, this ability to connect where the individual is, wherever they are. And I want to say in broader terms, not just me, because I watched when we had our retreat, I watched you in the room with all the different women and I was in a completely different headspace from where they were, and which, again, left me going, I miss a memo. <laughs> but you know, I watched you work with each and every one of them. And though some themes were familiar and were, were common, you met them in different places because each one of them was in a different place. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. you're right. You don't fix people. You give us the tools and the support to fix our own selves mm. and to find our own selves and recover our own selves. Wow. So. Thank you. I receive. It's so fun. One of the things I love about doing these groups each person comes for their own need 
And I've had women ask me before, but if we're each going through something different, how, how will I get what I need? And what I notice is that we actually get what we individually need, both from having a, a, the coach like me who supports that and then learning from what all the other women are going through. It's like everyone gets exactly what they need and a piece of that is the, is the co-learning. It's just huge. It's, it's just huge and I so receive that, so thank you. So you guys are up to amazing things now, right? Like you talked about the challenges of joining Empowered, of being part of the group, of holding back, but then, you know, really stepping forward and stepping in. And look at you now. Like, can we just like pause for a moment? So Jennifer, you were not even going to go to the women's group where you and I met. And now you run a women's group. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is like so amazing. So your group is woman to woman together. And I want everyone to hear about it. Okay. So um, I am a meeting planner. That's what I do for work. And I had an idea 10 years ago when I, um, I was laid off from, uh, from a job and the department had closed. And so I still wanted to plan, still wanted to do events. And so I had this idea of doing women events where um, it would be like a luncheon and we would have a speaker. And I had this whole idea mapped out of how it was going to go and everything. And this was what I had mentioned to you on. And actually through one of our talks, I said, oh yeah, I remember I had this idea. And the why not was COVID had come. And so I couldn't do any live events. And you said, well, do it virtually. Why not? So, um, and Karen was my first speaker. We launched in March. And Women to Women Together is a community on women's empowerment, encouragement, inspiration, and celebration. <laughs> and I was still of the mind of, okay, I'm planning an event. But in hearing from the women, it, it became so much more for me um, from also having the sisterhood of Empowered. I wanted other women to not feel alone or to feel there's someone out there going through the same thing that they are. And um, recently, the end of December, um, we did a releasing event for to release the old year. And at the end of that, um, several of the women had thanked me for putting this group together for the content that, that we've had, um, and saying that, you know, they've never been in a woman's group or, or that they would not have thought to join a woman's group. Several people have networked, they've made connections, um, and you know, they're talking and doing things on their own and stuff. So it's been really, really empowering for me to see this come, come to life. Once a month called Women to Women Together We Flourish, where we have a speaker. Um, Karen was my first speaker in May. And we talk on different topics of self-care. 
And through all of this, I have decided that I want to um, become a self-care coach. Yes! Another event that we have um, that happens uh, the end of the month, of each month, is called an evening of brags. So I learned about brags with Karen. Um, and so uh, the women will get on the call and tell about all goodness and the hotness and the juiciness that's going on with them. And it's, it's uplifting, it's exciting, and we get to celebrate each other. So well bragged. That is so fun. Oh my gosh. And if y'all could see her smile right now, it's so big. This is incredible, Jen. I mean, it's incredible. And and now and you have a Facebook community, Woman to Woman Together, and you post every day and it's so uplifting. And I know you are changing women's lives. And all this from the concept, you know, I talk a lot, you guys know obviously, all of you know, I talk a lot about pain to purpose, right? And this feeling of aloneness, when I say pain to purpose, it doesn't have to be that it was, you you had some sort of huge trauma, you know, you were molested as a child and then you're going to become a molestation advocate or something. Yeah, that could be it. But just that feeling of being alone, you said, I don't want any woman to ever feel alone. I want every woman to have sisterhood. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about pain to purpose. It's like you had this spark. I want every woman to feel like she has a place to go and you've created it. You didn't let COVID, COVID schmovid, you didn't let COVID <laughs> hold you back or the fact that we couldn't gather in person. And now you've given women a place to release what isn't serving. You've given women, you give women a place to brag. And now you know you want to be a coach. And I actually remember an email from you where you told me you wanted to coach. And you said, I wasn't sure because I thought I needed to do it in a certain way. Yes. But now you realize you get to do it in your own way. Yes. Thank the freaking goddess, Jennifer. Because your way is needed. Your way is needed. I was thinking that it would be, um, you know, trying to solve somebody's problem or, mm. or trying to, um, to know everything about every problem or, or every concern. And... It doesn't have to be like that. Okay. It doesn't have to be like that. And again, as you were saying, the, the people who you will attract the people that connect with you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It excites me so much on so many levels, Jen. First of all, it makes you so happy. I mean, it's just ever since you started Woman to Woman Together, ever since you conceived of it or you remembered it, it's like you've you just light up from the inside out. It's just amazing. Witnessing you lead the group has been such a gift for me. And it tickles me that our women's group, that you being an empowered in the women's group with me, sparked this amazing birth. Yes, definitely. It's such an honor. It's such an honor. And Diana, our modern goddess project, <laughs> bragged to us about the modern goddess project. Okay, modern goddess project. Um, as our group kind of was getting ready to finish up in May, I actually, on May 1st, launched two businesses, one called the Blue Feather Society and one called uh, the Modern Goddess Project. And I had kind of rough ideas what I was going to do, but I hadn't fully thought it through, but I wanted to do it before we ended because that was, 
I knew if I didn't, I just wouldn't do it. I'd come up with more excuses. So I'm like, I'm going to do this. These women have inspired me. I'm going to make this happen. And I focused at first on the Blue Feather Society. And in the time between our group ending and starting with Karen uh, again in the fall, um, I kind of had false starts and I stopped and I kind of changed and I pivoted and I fell down and kind of got run over and picked myself back up and, you know, had small successes and some pretty significant hoops. That was a mistake. But during that time, the introvert in me was thinking it through and was chewing on it. And so when I started working with Karen again in the fall, I, I had a much better idea of what I wanted to do, still a little too scared to say so, and then Karen, in one of our sessions, kind of pushed me, and I said, okay, this is it, this is my conception, and that's when I went full-fledged with the Modern Goddess Project, which is a group that is currently, it's going to grow and, and expand, but is currently a platform for women, primarily women, to have their voice. I, I have always had a strong desire to give voice to those who don't have a voice, to those who are marginalized, to those who are silenced, to those who are ignored and pushed aside, to bring these voices into the mainstream, to make people aware. And the largest silenced group in the world is women. So that's where I decided I'm, I'm going to focus. And in my platform, uh, I've got a website, I've got a newsletter, I've got a group, a Facebook group. Um, I've started a, a specific section called uh, Don't Stop the Dialogue, where women from all different backgrounds, I, I provide them with questions and give them time to reflect and, and write responses, and then I share those responses so that we can talk about issues, we can talk about things that are important to us. Um, I, I actually solicit questions as well. And I don't have to agree with you, and you don't have to agree with me, but we all need to hear. And stop figuring out what I'm going to say back, and sit back and listen, and hear the thoughts, and hear the perspectives, and gain a greater understanding be inclusive, work toward belonging so that we can all work together. And ultimately, in time, as the community grows, I want this to be a community where we can network and we can share our genius and we can synthesize and we can bring together. And part of that, actually, uh, Jennifer was featured in one of my newsletters as my featured writer. And... It was kind of fun because she said, well, well, how many words? And I'm like, as many as you need. And she said, well, what do you want me to write about? And I'm like, write about the gratitude and the evening and brags. And she's like, you want me to mention the evening and brags? And I'm like, if you don't, I will tell you to rewrite it because I want <laughs> you to talk about what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I am not the right person for everyone. Jennifer is not the right person for everyone. I hate to say this, although I can barely believe it myself. Karen may not possibly there might be one or two people out there that she's not the right person for. But the whole point is, each of you 
is going to connect with women, since we all work with women, in a different way than mm -hmm. I will. And mm -hmm. that is so incredibly important and so unique. And so my, my part in coaching, I'm going to get individuals that I get to work with that may not be able to connect with one of you. Or I might have mm -hmm. somebody, I'm like, you know what? You're awesome, but I think you're going to connect better with, you know, why don't you talk to so-and-so? Mm -hmm. because that's what it's all about. I mean, there, mm -hmm. there are plenty of, plenty of people out there, and my goal is not only to help women myself, but to also be able to say, hey, I know somebody who can help you better than I might be able to because mm -hmm. of your specific issue or your specific need. You're, months ago, Karen said, asked the, the Purpose Girls, what would your ideal job be? And these women were writing these amazing things. And I simply wrote, I want Karen's job. <laughs> Honestly, I'm like, this is what I want to do. But I want to do it my way. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. I adore you and you are phenomenal. And boy, howdy, are you the right person for me. But I can't replicate what you do. Mm -hmm. You know, I've got a few of those little rough edges still. And, and I come at things from a different perspective because we're different people. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want every woman out there who has this, like, you, you feel like there's this eclectic part of you. You feel like there's this like wild part of you, this gypsy part of you. You don't want to be like stuck to any one place. And you're like, will anyone accept me? I, I want you to call Diana, right? Because she's like, so that person, right? And all of you out there who are like, oh, gosh, I really want that tender, loving self-care. I want that person who is going to be with me and gently guide me and is going to give me that space and that sisterhood. I want you to call Jennifer. Like, that is exactly it. I love what you're saying, Diana. Each one of us has that difference, and that is beautiful. And what I love about the Modern Goddess Project, and I know you're just kicking it off, and you're already, like, you're doing Facebook Lives every day, and you're, like, rocking it, girlfriend. And what I love is giving voice to other women, right? It's, like, such a beautiful place, and if you out there, to go and to hear the voices of different women. And so we have it in our show notes, but for each of you, what's the easiest place to find Woman to Woman Together, Jen? Um, we have the Facebook group and a website and it is under woman to woman together awesome and of course we have it in the show notes and what about you diana easiest way for someone to connect with the modern goddess project basically that we have <laughs> <laughs> the facebook group and the website <laughs> we have a facebook group we have a facebook page we have a website we have instagram and because my beautiful wonderful daughter is my virtual assistant apparently i also have a twitter account <laughs> Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, you know, she, she's in her 20s and she takes she care knows of the all things. of that for me. Pretty she's soon awesome. you're going to have a TikTok account. Oh, God, no. Whatever no, the no. heck that no, means. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, just the Modern Goddess Project. Love it. All right. Last question for both of you. If a woman out there is going, oh, I there's a part of me that wants to join a sisterhood or wants to get support or coaching, but I don't know. What would you tell her? Do it. Run towards <laughs> it. It is, 
I mean, it may take you time to find the right group or, or the right connection, but it is so worth it. It is life-changing. Um, again, I keep coming to, you know, not being alone. Um, although I would never want anybody to feel like I had felt, it is also a comfort to know that, yes, there is somebody that feels like that. Um, Absolutely. But you can, you can get past that and you can flourish and you can, you know, gain confidence, um, erase the, the negative voices in your head and you can go on to do better things. But the, the, the coaching and the sisterhood is so vital. Mm. It's so vital. You're a part of something. You have someone who has your back. Um, and, and it's not only about that. You have, you have a friendship. It's a deep mm -hmm. friendship. There's a relationship there. Um, and it, it's not only about, okay, how am I going to fix myself? But it's a support. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Thank you, Jen. What would you say, Diana? Can I get away with saying ditto? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was, I came in to coaching with you. Uh, a year ago, very skeptical, extraordinarily skeptical. I, I was knew hoping, that. Yeah, I know you did. I, I had I, my eye on you. <laughs> I, I didn't make it. I didn't make any secret of it. I was pretty much straight up. <laughs> and, um, you know, I just, I look back um, in, in our group, you did purpose books that we filled out, which at first I hated because mm. I wanted to get them right. Mm. And once it clicked that right is going to change, no matter how perfect my answer is today, it may or may not be tomorrow's answer. It might actually be tomorrow's question. So mm. I just started filling them out and I've become a purpose book junkie. And when I look back <laughs> at the early ones, I'm like, I can't believe that was me a year ago. Hmm. That that was me like five, ten years ago, right? That that you know we've known each other for what seven years now, eight years, gotta be, and it's only been a year. And the phenomenal transformation that I have experienced through finding the right coach, I never would have believed could happen in a million years. I'm not gonna lie; it's like nap, nap, nap. And you know, I am living. And I am embracing and I am savoring my extraordinary life. And I know full well that any woman out there, I don't, I don't care what your excuses are, any woman out there can live an extraordinary life because ultimately we get to define what extraordinary is for us. And Preach that's it, why I say, absolutely. And I, that's why I say, do it. Take the jump. Dive in. Even if you keep one foot halfway out the door for a little while. But you have to make the commitment, not the I'll tie it out and see. You have to say, okay, I'm all in. I'm going to do it. I'm going to trust the process. And for me, that was a massive changing point in my life. And mm the incredible amount of improvement for me, for my family, for the people around me, 
for everything. I, I get up every morning excited. I have to fight to go to bed each night because I just want to keep going. Oh, just one more thing because I love it so much. And it, it is indescribable. It is truly indescribable. You guys seriously are like bringing me to tears. Like I've never done an episode like this. You, I've never, I've never done this. And um, I didn't know what, I didn't know what our conversation, the power I didn't know of what sisterhood. to expect. The power of sisterhood. Yeah. And I so appreciate you. I so appreciate you. And you're reminding me why I do what I do. Because there are days and moments that I forget, like, ah, you know, where I'm tearing my hair out because social media or, you know, something. And you're reminding me why I do what I do. And I'm so grateful. And you're also reminding me why I just joined a group with a coach, right? Because I, I need everything you guys just said, I need too. And you're reminding me, literally on December 31st, I said yes to my next coach and a group. And I said to her on the phone, but what if I don't like the other women? And then I had to laugh because like, this is probably what every woman you work with, you know, <laughs> thinks and is wondering and is questioning, right? And I'm like, and what if I don't get results? And my best friend's like, and this too is probably what all of your clients are thinking when they join. And so it was like so good for me to, to, to do this. And you're just... You're getting me even more excited about the decision that I've just made because I was working with an individual coach last and now I've just decided to join a group. So incredible. I love the two of you so much. I love our sisterhood so much. You just light up my life. You light up my life. And there is no greater gift for me. No greater gift. You know, before all those years that I wanted to be a mom, I also always said, and if I'm not, it will be okay because I have all my women. And you just remind me of that. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Woo! All right. You've listened to the Purpose Girl podcast long enough. You know I'm going to say one more thing. Ask one more question. What's one thing every woman needs to know? What does every woman need to know? You need to know that you are more than enough, that don't give up. Just let go, be yourself, your voice is needed, you have power, be authentically you, and trust yourself, because you have the amazing, the extraordinary in you. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Ah, <sighs> truth. Diana is all about going from a... Every day every, to extraordinary. <laughs> every day to extraordinary. What about you, Jen? One thing every woman needs to know. The one thing everyone, every woman needs to know is that she is empowered. Ooh. She Ooh. may not be using it. She may not feel it at that moment, but it is already within her. Mm. And whether it's through coaching, whether it's through sisterhood, she can bring that out and she can live it every day. Mm. Oh, I yeah. Chills. Ah! <laughs> Woo! You guys are amazing. You goddesses are absolutely, absolutely amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the Purpose Girl podcast. This is just the first time. I know it. I love you so much. 
And to those of you listening, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this episode of the Purpose Girl Podcast. We hope that you loved it and had as much fun as we did doing it. If you did, head on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave your two-sentence review. It will literally take 60 seconds. Of course, if you're not in the Purpose Girls Facebook group, like what are you waiting for? We are 2,500 women strong. I post a prompt there every day. And of course, you want to join the Modern Goddess Project and you want to join Woman to Woman Together amazing groups to boost your confidence, your life, your whole experience of being alive. Of course, share this episode with every woman that you know. That's how we change the world one woman at a time. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. Bye for now.